Jai Jai Sitchitana Jaya Nichananda Jaya Dritachana Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome back and uh, today I want to uh, do the final discussion on the uh, on the Sri Chaitanya on the Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak the transcendental play which was uh, written by Srila Kavikarnapur and today I will, what I do, there are 10 acts in the play, and I've just selected a few excerpts from uh, the various acts, and in that way, uh, I'll sort of cover the play, uh, some highlights of the play, and, uh, and, uh, and I'll comment a little bit. So... Excerpts. Act 1. Svanandavesha, the entrance of his bliss. Why doesn't anyone take to Krishna consciousness? 20. Pariparsvika, master, why does not everyone appreciate his wise teaching? 21. Sutadar, how can they who make a host of material desires, their masters follow the spiritual path. Bound by material desires, they take shelter of many different philosophies. Act 1, Chaitanya Chandra So, um, this is the same as Krishna's statement in the Bhagavad Gita. Um, why, uh, why so many are worshipping other devatas. Um, and Krishna says, because their, their knowledge has been stolen by material desires. So, our material desires will steer our faith and then will lead, uh, lead to a particular philosophy to justify our desires um, and to justify fulfilling these desires. Faith will go wherever we think that happiness is found. Um, and so when there are material desires and when we have faith that these material desires will satisfy us, then a philosophy to justify it all will also follow. Mm. Act 2, Sarvavatar Darshana, the revelation of all incarnations. Here in the, uh, in the second act of the play, we see how uh, in the beginning, Kali and irreligion are meeting and discussing. Uh, Sri Mahaprabhu in Kali is basically pointing out that his mission is, is now finished and that his, 
and, and, and irreligion is arguing and say, golly, what is the cause of, of this, uh, this despondency? I mean, Kali, you are reigning over the entire world. Your power is just everywhere. And where is the question that anyone can escape? No, uh, he's not an ordinary person. And then, uh, and then uh, irreligion comes back and just goes like, he'll fall prey to the different vices. Uh, we have Kamako, the Loba, Mahada, Moha, and Matsarya, we have lust, greed, anger, madness, and illusion, and envy. Um, and uh, he'll surely fall prey to any of these. And irreligion is now speaking. Your lieutenant, envy, who pollutes the heart with an intolerance of others, good fortune, who creates cruelty and deceit, who burns as fire in a tree hollow, who turns those it defeats into demons, and who upsets the entire world, hides within him. Act 2, Chaitanya Chandra Of course. Um, so that may be there in... Um, irreligion is speaking here about all of us and how envy... Um, is, is hiding within us, just as a fire burns in a tree hollow. On the outside, it may not show. Uh, and yet, it is there. Uh, those who become defeated by envy, uh, they turn into demons. Uh, so there is a battle, uh, a battle to fight with envy. And we cannot lose that battle. Um, possibly the, the envy is burning in the hollow tree um, in, within our heart. What can we do? But we cannot let this envy defeat us or control us. Then we'll become demons. So by taking shelter of transcendental knowledge, we can check, uh, we can check envy. Yes. Mm -hmm. 84. No, no, sorry. Three kinds of man. 84. Devotional service. In this way, his mood of being the supreme personality of God, it is described. Now listen to how he becomes filled with love. In this city are three kinds of men. Some are completely attached to the Lord. Some are moderately attached. Some are neither attached to the Lord nor detached from the world. Seeing him, his clothing still wet from his bath in the Ganges, walking through the city streets, one student would chant the very sweet name of the Lord. Another would recite a nectarian verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. And another would sing a beautiful song of devotional love. Falling to the street by hearing this, his wet cloth turning to... The, turning the dust of the street to mud, his limbs covered with mud, the mud on his chest washed by his tears, and his form like the great splendor of lightning. Fleshes embraced by a vine of restless ecstasy, he would roll about on the ground. Seeing him in this state, his student companions, tainted with youthful insolence, would laugh and raise a commotion. 
after a short while, his own associates would lift him up, take him again to the Ganges and make him wash all his limbs. Even though she was very wise, his mother wept bitterly to hear of her son's becoming overcome. So, this is like a wonderful description. Um, and this description is like an extra, an extra picture, a missing picture of what happened after Nehemiah had come back from from Gaya and after he had been transformed into a devotee. And, and now he is there in Navadvip. And in this particular era, where he is in Navadvip as a devotee, it is just inconceivable. Huh? He's walking there in his, in his wet clothes and he is just being, uh, yeah, he's just rolling on the ground in the dirt and so on. And he is, he is accompanied by students who are his devotees. And such students, these students, they chant the name of the Lord. They recite nectarian verses from Bhagavatam or sing a beautiful song about devotional love. Uh, but there are others um, who have no attachment to the Lord and who are just, uh, and who have, uh, they're not attached to the Lord and they're not detached from the, the, the world. And they, seeing him in this state, uh, they would just, just laugh and raise a commotion in this way. Um, we're seeing a wonderful description of how Lord Chaitanya uh, had become transformed and how ecstatic he was and how beyond himself he was, practically immediately already there in Navadvip. I mean, in Jagannath Puri, all right, you know, like uh, in the Antyalila, we, we expect this, uh, this transcendental madness, but now already? To this extent, in Jagannath Puri, already. Uh, in Navadvip, already to this extent. Already to this extent, in Navadvip. Mm. When we are thinking of the uh, Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak, then we should understand that the Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak is written much earlier than the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And that therefore the Chaitanya Charitamrita is quoted in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and Krishna Das Kavyas Goswami establishes it as an authorized biography about Lord Chaitanya. And we should understand that therefore the Chaitanya Charitamrita is one of the source books for the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So as we are reading these, these verses and um, readers of the Chaitanya Charitamrita who are familiar with the Chaitanya Charitamrita are, are recognizing um, are recognizing the Chaitanya Charitamrita here um, in, these, in these descriptions but at the same time uh, presented in a different light um, definitely the sequence of events and so on is recognizable but now uh, presented with, uh, yeah, just just from a slightly 
different perspective, which makes everything um, very interesting, even for the, the, re the experienced reader. Mm. Act three, the dana vinod, the dana keli pastime. Uh, offense overcome, devotional service. On another day, as the Lord of devotees, more splendid than thousands of sons, was returning home after dancing at a Triaratna's home, a certain fallen Brahmana saw him on the street. Seeing him, the fallen Brahmana, his entire body covered with terrible sores, not seeing any other hope, begged, O son of Sachi, O Viswambar, everyone says you are the almighty, supreme personality of God it himself. Everyone says you are the same Lord that delivered Gajendra. If you can cure this fallen wretch of his disease, then you are indeed the lotus-eyed supreme person, whose form brings suspicions to the world. Renunciation, then, then, devotional service. Trembling with compassion and the hairs of his body, Erect with ecstasy, the Lord glanced at that fallen Brahman who was on the verge of death and said, The Supreme Personality of God, it cannot be attained by any ordinary man. Why do you commit this blasphemy? By saying, I am he. There is one way your disease can be cured. If you do this one thing, your disease will go away. Of this, there is no doubt. Your body then be as healthy as before. Renunciation then, then, devotional service. With wide open eyes, the fallen Brahmana said, Lord, what is the way? The Lord then spoke this instruction. O fallen Brahmana, of all sinless persons in all universes, and of all devotees full of love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Advaita Acharya is the best. If you drink water that has washed his feet, then the sickness caused by sin, its cause removed, will go far away. Then the Brahmana said, seeing you will make it go away, why prescribe any other cure? The Brahmana then followed the Lord's instruction and his body became healthy as before. Act 3, Chaitanya Chandra Doinatak. Uh, so, yes, ultimately, uh, to become purified from, from offense, uh, one should drink the water at the feet of a devotee. Um, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also pointing at his devotee. It is the water of the feet of the devotees that purifies us. There's the same description or prescription for Jaga and Madai. Jaga and Madai had offended so many people. Now it is said generally that one should go to a person that one is offended and ask forgiveness to that person. But then Jaga and Madai raised the question. They said like, what are we going to do? We've offended so many people, we don't even remember who we've offended. I mean, we, how can we ask forgiveness to their feet? What are we going to do? Then Lord Chaitanya suggested that they should uh, construct a bathing god for pilgrims. And then for whoever would come to take his bath there, that they should wash the feet of those, uh, those personalities and before they would take a bath. And in that way, they could become purified. So let us drink the water of the feet that has washed the Vaishnavas to, to become, become, become purified from so many offenses that we may have, that we have committed knowingly, unknowingly, uh, or that we don't know of now uh, in, 
in this life or in previous lives. Um, therefore, and if we do not drink the water of the feet of the Vaishnavas, then let us serve the feet of the Vaishnavas. Let us somehow or other uh, be a dedicated servant of the Vaishnavas. One second. Ah. Hare Krishna. Vainashra. Oh, let's see. Yeah, the Danicated pastime. So it is, uh, there's a renunciation is speaking, and renunciation is, is looking, uh, is looking if there's still anybody who is interested in, in, and who's seriously pursuing spiritual life. And this, the whole world has become corrupted. The Brahmanas are interested only in their sixth duty, accepting charity. A sacred thread is the only sign of their status. The Kshatriyas are so in name only. The Vaishyas are like atheists. The Sudhas think themselves great scholars and are eager to become gurus and teach the truth of religion. Alas, alas, Kali has stirred the caste into death. Hmm. The brahmacharis are so only because they cannot marry. The grihastas are interested only in filling the bellies of their wives and children. Those vanaprastas are so only in the name vanaprasta, traveling on the path of the ears. The sannyasis are different from the others, only in closing. Act 3, Chitanya Chandra So in this way, we can, Kavikarnapur is exposing uh, uh, all the followers of Varnashram and how the whole system of Varnashram has, has become hollow because the true spirit of it has been totally destroyed and it had, it was, it had all become external and now it is only used for exploitation. Uh, the Brahman is only interested in, in money and accepting charity. No longer, uh, no longer anything else. Mm. A sacred thread is the only sign of their status. Huh. The Ksatryas are so in name only. The Ksatryas are meant to be, uh, to protect the principles of Dharma and to, to make sure uh, that everyone is following the principles of Dharma. And there, where the principles of Dharma are not followed, there the Ksatri is to stand up and say, stop. Um, or where anyone attacks the, uh, those who adhere to the principles of Dharma, the Ksatri is meant to stand and say, stop, fight with me. I will not tolerate this in this way, the Ksatriyas. But now, Ksatriyas are so in name only. The Vaishyas, Vaishyas are, are business people. The Vaishyas are described to be uh, a mixture, uh, a mixture of Rajagun and Tamagun. 
The Brahmanas are in Sattvagun, the Kshatriyas are in Rajagun, the Vaishyas are a combination of Raja and Tamagun. Still, the Vaishyas are meant to be religious. Of course, the combination of Rajagun and Tamagun means uh, interested in fruitive results, uh, the results of one's action, that's the Rajagun. And the Tamagun means to sometimes forget religious principles and and put material uh, material gain before religious principles and to possibly engage in impious acts uh, just to uh, to secure profit yes what to do when you buy something and with the intention to resell it and the goods get spoiled and your whole investment is lost. What are you going to do? You're going to go bankrupt. You have to sell it uh, and say, yes, best quality, uh, yes. And so, and then cheating is boring. And then it works. And then uh, some greed develops and then it's done again, and then it becomes a way of life. In this way, one can become corrupted, uh, and the system became corrupted. And in the end, uh, when greed increases, uh, then uh, atheism is not far away, uh, because why? Why would I give anyway? Why I have to... to uh, you know, separate from my profit. I earned this profit. Right? I worked hard for this profit. And so attached uh, to one's own work, attached to all one's effort, driven by greed, attached to the result of one's labor, not able to, to give up these fruits. Um, and so the Vaishyas have become atheists. When the Vaishyas are actually God-conscious, then the Vaishya uh, will be prepared to sacrifice some of the fruits of his labor and become purified in there. Act 4. Sanyas Parigraha. Acceptance of Sanyas. A book from Vishwarup. 17. Sachi, son, why are you so respectful to this sannyasi? Today you are very devoted to Kesharti. Deva, mother, he's a great devotee of the Lord. Sachi, speak the truth. Are you going to take sannyas? Deva, smiling, mother, where did you get this foolish idea? How can this be? Sachi, son, your older brother gave you a book while I was cooking. I put that book in the fire and burned it. Deva, what book? Why did you burn it? 23 Sachi, Vishwarup said to me, Mother, when Vishwambar becomes a learned scholar, give him this book. As long as he had not taken sannyas, I carefully protected the book. 
When he took sannyas, I was afraid you would also take sannyas. Then I burned the book. Deva. One moment depressed and the next moment laughing. Mother, although you are the form of all knowledge, love for your son made you act foolishly. Sachi, son, don't be offended with me. 24. Deva, how can a mother offend her sons? I've offended her. I pray my mother will forgive me. Please be merciful to me. Um, Act 4. Chaitanya Chandra Doinatak. So, the mysterious personality of Vishwarup, who is just only, only shortly present in the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but who is clearly a pure devotee and who is just pointing to its pure devotional service. Even when Nimai is young and when he becomes a learned scholar and so many things, but Vishwarup had already, Vishwarup never went that direction. Vishwarup was always, always a devotee. And Vishwarup uh, had left this book. Whatever the book was, we will never know because Sachi Devi burned it. But she was afraid. Uh, she was afraid that this book would somehow or other uh, make him take sannyas. She had kept the book because Vishwarup had given it to her um, before, uh, before he took sannyas. And she was keeping it. But after, he, after Vishwarup took sannyas, oh, then she didn't trust that book. Uh, that book might carry a message and Nimai might also take sannyas. Oh no, she would never give this book to Nimai. Oh no. And she burned the book out of pure love uh, and not being able to think of, of Nimai ever going away. Ah. What did she need? What was the value of any book to her? She had the, the Supreme Personality of Godhead as her son. Uh, in this way, Sachi's actions were completely acceptable. Sachi, son, don't be offended with me, Deva. How can a mother offend her sons? Uh, that love of the mother, how can she offend? No. Her love is rule supreme, although she, um, she burned a book, Shastra. And so that is an offense. And that book was, was meant, uh, was meant for Nimai. But no, no offense. Because a mother uh, who's acting out, as, out of love for her child and is has only his welfare in mind. What offense can she ever, ever cause? Uh. Act 4, Chaitanya Chandra Murari's separation, 89, Murari. Agitated, outside I'm peaceful and composed. In my heart, I shed many tears. The tears have greatly increased. One by one, a flood of tears is pushing beyond the barrier. I, I said to contain them. 
and again cries and falls to the ground. Srivas looking at him. He's a very grave and profound, profound person. He's overwhelmed um, by very intense love. 91. As long as the barrier was not broken, the flood of tears remained within. When the barrier was broken, the flood covered everything. Oh, Lord Vishwambar, where are you? Where are you? I was dead. Why did you bring me back to life? Now that you've brought me back to life, why did you not, not kill me again? Oh, Lord, my heart cannot understand your mischief. Why does the Supreme Lord act as a child? He cries. Act 4. Te Chandradoinantak. Murari had approached Lord Chaitanya. Murari had, had approached Lord Chaitanya and felt um, great separation from the Lord. Oh, yes. And Murari wanted to give up his life and even had a knife. But Lord Chaitanya knew and Lord Chaitanya told him to give it. Yes. Lord Chaitanya um, but no, Murari, no. He held him back from, from this, this act. Yes. Uh, he brought him back to life. But now what life is this? A life without the Lord? All right. Now a life without the Lord. Please, now let me die. Because this separation is unbearable. Death now looks like, like preferred. Uh, death looks better. Death is, is nothing in front of this unbearable pain of separation. And so the devotees uh, in separation sometimes think of death, think of just dying. Uh, so intense is their separation. And this is so difficult to understand. But then the separation, at the same time, the remembrance of a very intense remembrance. And as a result, they taste the, great, the greatest bliss. Krishna Chaitanya, Advaita. What name did the Lord accept in the Sanyas Ashram, Acharya Ratna? Krishna Chaitanya, Advaita filled with wonder. That is a very appropriate name. Lord Krishna is the living force in all beings, and therefore he is called Krishna Chaitanya. So that is a meaning given of, or by Advaita Acharya, of Krishna Chaitanya. Lord Krishna is the living force in all beings. Without Lord Krishna, we are dead. Without Lord Krishna, uh, our life is meaningless. Without Lord Krishna, everything is hollow. Uh, without Krishna, um, what is the point? What is the point? Uh, it says that our lungs are like the bellows of blacksmith. Our legs are just like tree trunks. Our eyes are just like the eyes on the plumes of a peacock, uh, all just of no use, of no use. 
without Krishna. Our life, a life without Krishna is, there's no gain. Prabhupada was in America and there he was imitating the sound of big American cars and whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. They're speeding uh, at neck-breaking speed, but they're not making any progress. The whole world running left, running right, up, down, all over the place, here and there. Uh, in the morning, peak hour traffic. In the evening, peak hour traffic. Uh, all people rushing out the door to achieve something. And what? To gain, to bring some money, to bring some food, to bring something. To work hard, day after day, week after week, months after months, year after year, for a lifetime, to achieve what? No progress if there's no Krishna consciousness. Advaita filled with wonder. That is a very appropriate name, Lord Krishna. Is force in all beings, and therefore he is called Krishna Chaitanya. When Lord Krishna is not present, when there's no, is not being worshipped, when he's not the worshipable deity in our life, then we are living dead. Act five. Advaita Puravilas. Pastimes at Advaita's home, heart wounded with love. One. Sri Krishna Chaitanya enters, followed by Lord Nichananda. Sri Chaitanya, I will cross over the insurmountable ocean of nescience by being firmly fixed in the service of the lotus feet of Krishna. This was approved by the previous Acharyas, who were fixed in firm devotion to the Lord. Parabhatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mm, this is Srimad uh, Bhagavatam. Etam sastaya paratmanistam adhyasitam purvatamam mahatbir aham tarisyami durantapuram tamo mukundangri is nisevye Yes, that we are uh, crossing this ocean of nations by the boat of devotional service to the lotus feet of the Lord. Hmm. Yes, these lotus feet of the Lord are the boat in which we cross, and there we render devotional service. Then we cross over the ocean of nescience. And so, Lord Chaitanya's sannyas was that kind of sannyas. Nichananda, ah, wonderful! The fire of renunciation makes him melt with the nectar of love for Krishna. His limbs are contracted into a ball. His heart is wounded with love. So the fire of renunciation makes him melt with the nectar of love for Krishna. That kind of renunciation is not ordinary renunciation. Renunciation doesn't make the heart melt with love. 
But in this case, the fire of renunciation is the fire of freeing oneself for devotional service of the Lord. To be relieved from all material duties, no longer teaching grammar, no longer time with these students just uh, wrangling out meanings of different on the basis of various grammatical rules. No, no. Only Krishna, Kichit Ki Valaya Bhakta Vasudeva Parayana. Only, only Bhakti, only Krishna, only devotional service. Completely absorbed, completely absorbed. Uh, now, uh, going forward, yes. Ah, wonderful. The fire of renunciation makes him melt with the nectar of love for Krishna. His limbs are contracted into a ball. His heart is wounded with love. Oh, ecstatic symptoms are there. Now we're even speaking, I mean, to a point where the limbs are entering into the body like, like a ball. He is just, where has such love been seen? Uh, I mean, he is afflicted. He is overwhelmed. His heart is wounded. Now his heart is wounded by this love. This love is just, just, you know, he's no longer functional. He has become overwhelmed by it. He lost control of himself. His heart is wounded by love. Act 5, Chaitanya Chandra and then carrying on some more quotes from Act 5. External reasons are sannyas and the bliss of the crowd. 89. Advaita, what kind of pastimes are you doing? You've accepted the sannyas ashram, which is so dear to the Advaita Vadis, the impersonalists. Bhagavan, laughing. Advaita, do you think I'm not an Advaita Vadi? After all, you and I different from the Supreme only in the sense that we are different persons with different forms and qualities. Mm. So here we get, again, a wonderful philosophical explanation. Of course, Lord Chaitanya and Advaita Acharya are both the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But even all the living beings... Even this applies to living beings. After all, you and I are different from the Supreme, only in the sense that we are different persons with different forms and qualities. And yet, we are also part and parcel of the Supreme. Achincha, beta, beta, tattva. Simultaneously, one and many. All living beings are eternally separated parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord. They're eternally separated, but they're also eternally parts and parcels of the Lord. They're also the energy of the Lord, the Ba, uh, the Tatastas Shakti. Um, so whether we speak about the Antaranga Shakti of Lord Chaitanya and and uh, and Advaita Acharya, or whether we speak about the Tatastas Shakti of the living being, simultaneously, one and many. Mm. And also the Bhairangi Shakti, uh, the external energy of the Lord. Jamadhyasya Tonviyati Tarata Sarte Swabhikya Swarat. 
The Lord is the cause of everything. Everything comes from Him. It is independent from Him, but yet it, it is also part of Him. And He's always Abhikya. He knows everything. But He remains Swarat, independent. Yes. So all the three energies, the Antaranga Shakti, the Tatastha Shakti, and the Bhairangi Shakti, they are all, yes, all there, included in the Supreme Lord. Bhagavan Advaita, do you think I'm not an Advaita Vadi? After all, you and I are different from the Supreme only in the sense that we are different, different persons with different forms and qualities. Advaita, what is the use of debating with the master of words? Bhagavan, please understand this. Without renouncing everything, it is not possible to worship and serve he who is the Lord of my life. For this reason, I've accepted sannyas. What use do I have <laughs> with the theories of the Advaita Vadis? I've taken this sannyas danda only to threaten the fickle animal of my mind. Advaita, all this is a trick. You've accepted sannyas to fill, fulfill the Vishnu Sahasranam's predictions. Sannyasa Krishchama Shantanista Shanti Parayana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead will appear as a peaceful devotee, sannyasi. 94. A guard looking at all the people. Wonderful. The high and low crowded together. Millions of joyful people on the other shore gaze at the Lord to their heart's content, and the Lord also glances on them with great mercy. The people are not silent. They each describe their good fortune by saying, now we have crossed the ocean. Thank you. Mm -hmm of repeated birth and death. The gate to Yama's kingdom is now closed for us. Now we have attained the ripened fruit of this human birth. Now we have attained the result of all penances and austerities. We have attained all this by seeing the sweet, merciful, sightlong lands of the Lord. It is described that actually further in the play, it is mentioned there are actually millions of people gathered. And that later on will also be discussed. In Chaitanya Bhagavad, we see that uh, at one point, millions of people were just aware of Chaitanya's glory. And millions of people wanted the darshan of the Lord, and they came across the river. Uh, they crossed the river somehow or other. They crossed the river. Some crossed the river with on banana trees, floating in banana trees. Others were floating with a pot, uh, with a clay pot in the river. Uh, Somehow or other, they, they came across. Some came by boat, but there were not enough boats. And some people, nobody knew how they came across, but they came across. Uh, they came across by desire. Yes. Under mm. mm. three. Mother Sachi. She's anxious, devoted, filled with motherly love and pleased. Her bodily hair stand up. She sheds tears and says in a choked voice in Sanskrit, Have you renounced the world? Do you now see the super soul everywhere? Have you become the personified mellows of transcendental devotional service? I still see you as my small child. Now I've attained you. I will never again let you go. Hmm. 104. Shi Chitanya, O mother of the world, O oh, noble mother, no fruit is greater than the fruit of patient forgiveness. 
born by divine of your motherly love. You are famous in this world as the most sincerely affectionate mother. The supreme personality of God has defeated you as the goddess of patient forgiveness. He again bows down before her. Act 5, Shichitanya Nattak. And then one more quote from Act 5. Tossed by the riverways, 111, Advaita, approaching the Lord. That way I was before, the way you, be, you were before, the way your devotees were, the love they felt for you, and your mercy towards them. All these are the only source of our happiness. Any changes in these will bring us pain. Bhagavan. Advaita, Advaita, don't talk like this. My body has fallen into a dark nectar river and is now violently tossed by that river's waves. Whether that river places me in an auspicious or inauspicious condition, it always overwhelms me with love for Krishna. Come, let us all go to a secluded place and there we may associate together for a long time. Act 6. Sarvabhoma Anugraha, mercy to Sarvabhoma. So, Ganga and ocean. Ocean approaching, oh Ganga, why you are unhappy? Ganga, noble husband, noble husband, why do you ask? I'm very unfortunate, five. Ocean, oh Ganga, what is your misfortune? Ganga, in Sanskrit, the Supreme Lord, the master of the blissful, sweet devotees, the Lord, by washing whose feet, I'm famous in this world every day used to fill me with nectar happiness by bathing in my waters. Alas, alas, now he's left me. For that reason I'm so, I suffer. The ocean, yes, I understand. I heard that he turned back from his journey to Matura and now stays at Advaita's home. He's not leaving you after all. Uh, why are you unhappy? Mm. And then the... Uh, and then the, the Ganga is beginning to explain that actually uh, he is uh, what happened in the house of Advaita Acharya. And that then, upon the request of his mother, uh, Lord Chaitanya went to Jagannath Puri. And uh, yes, and then at the end, the ocean is speaking. The ocean. Um, so in text 70, so I ended Ganga with text 7, and I continued text 70, so I left a big gap. The ocean, noble lady, now I understand everything. Why are you unhappy? In my good fortune, you will also become fortunate. Look, look. Uh, so the wife shares in the good fortune of the husband. Therefore, Ganga is doing fine. Everything is there. Uh, everything is is perfectly arranged. In this way, Ganga will now share in the happiness of her husband. So, no reason to lament. Boy mm. Chaitanya takes darshan. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, deep within the lamp illuminated temple, Lord Jagannath, the master of the goddess of fortune, rises from his bed, his eyes rolling, are like two lotus flowers moving in the breeze over the dark waters of the Yamuna. The Lord stands behind the Garuda Stamba and gazes with feeling of, hang of longing. Mukunda Acharya, look, look, 
The lamp illuminates the entire temple. Tears stream from Lord Chaitanya's eyes. He stands motionless as if he were a painted picture. So, first of all, we're seeing how Lord Jagannath is, is Krishna, and he's rising from his head in great ecstasy. Um, his eyes are like two white lotus flowers moving in the breeze over the dark waters of the Yamuna. So, in this way, he is really Lord Krishna from Vrindavan. And Lord Chaitanya stands behind the Garuda Stamba and looks at him. Uh, and Lord Chaitanya stands motionless. Tears stream from the Lord Chaitanya's eyes, and he stands motionless, as if he were a patient picture, a painted picture. So how nice is the ecstasy of Lord Chaitanya and the identity of Jagannath as Krishna described here by Kavikarnapur. Then Kavikarnapur continues, and he is entering into a discussion um, Puri with Sarvabhaum Bhattacharya a bit later. And so impersonal and personal philosophy comes up. And so now he's establishing personalism. One second. Spell checker change something. Personal. Personalism. So. The arguments are answered by the following statement of the higher Sirsa Pancharatra. Transcendental bliss is divided into two kinds. One formless bliss, two bliss without a form. Bliss without a form is the shelter and resting place of the formless bliss. The bliss with a form is the infallible personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna. The devotees know that the word Brahman refers to one, the formless Brahma, two, the all-pervading supersoul, three, the form of transcendental knowledge, and four, the supreme personality of Godhead, whose spiritual form is beyond the touch of the mode of nature, mode of material nature, and five, the individual spirit soul, the jiva. Mm. So Brahman is referring to the formless Brahman, to the all-pervading supersoul, the form of transcendental knowledge, the supreme personality of Godhead, whose form is beyond the touch of the modes of material nature, and five, the individual soul, the jiva. So that is, uh, is, is the explanation of Brahman, uh, and very significant. Um, hmm. So then I'll read a little bit from Act 7. Uh, Brahmana. Then with great strength and vigor, the Lord walked to Nishing. Oh, uh, sorry. Act 7 is Tirtanaha, journey to the holy places. Brahmana. Then with great strength and vigor, the Lord walked to the Sring Ksetra. He saw the deity, offered prayers, bowed down, and circumambulated. Then he went south. He was like a splendid golden golden mountain, 
filling the south with waves of light. The waves of mercy from his glance made the hearts of all living entities melt with love of Krishna as he walked. Uh, so we just see Lord Chaitanya walking and waves of mercy from his glance, a splendid golden mountain uh, with waves of light. Yes. And everyone's heart is, is just melting with love of Krishna. All living entities. Yes. As he walked, he chanted, Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna, Krishna. Hey, Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna. Hey, Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna. Krishna, hey. Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna. Hey, Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna. Pahinai. Okay, sorry. So there's a little difference huh? in it. We in the Chaitanya Charitamrita it says Krishna, 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 Krishna. Hey, and here every once in a while a jaya comes in. Anyway, such uh, such varieties are uh, are there, and uh, but generally we're chanting uh, the we're following. And just chant Krishna, 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 hey. Uh, uh, but you can also chant Kavi Karnapur's version hmm. Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna, Krishna. Okay, that's a little difficult. Krishna, 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 Jaya, Krishna, Krishna, hey. Krishna, Krishna, Jaya, Krishna. Hey. I mean, I mean, I have to figure out how to do that. Uh, Bhagavan, that is external. What is real knowledge? Ramananda, devotion to Lord Hari, Krishna, is real knowledge. Knowledge of the material position. Sorry, knowledge of the material portion. Okay, one second. I have to just adjust this. Ramananda. So, oh, no, it's done. Okay, good. Uh, for the transcribers. Okay, Bhagavan, that is external. What is real knowledge? Ramananda, devotion to Lord Hari, Krishna. Is real knowledge. Okay, just one more. Hare Krishna. Ramananda. Ramananda, devotion to Lord Hari, Krishna, is real knowledge. Knowledge of the material portion of the Vedas and other scriptures is not real knowledge. Bhagavan, what is real fame? Ramananda, real fame is to be famous as a great devotee of the Lord. To be famous as a great philanthropist who gives money and charity is not real. Bhagavan, 
What is real wealth, Ramananda? Real wealth is love for Krishna. To possess money, followers, and villages is not real wealth. Bhagavan, what is suffering? Ramananda, real suffering is not to have the association of a dear devotee of Lord Krishna. A wound of the heart or some other kind of material suffering of the body is not real suffering. Bhagavan, good. who are the liberated souls? Ramananda, do love Krishna's lotus feet and do not love anything else who do like in bhakti yoga. The yoga, devotional service, are not attracted to a stanga yoga or any other kind of yoga place their love in the transcendental form of Lord Krishna and not in their own external material body is actually liberated and free from the material world. Non-devotees who claim to be liberated are not so. Bhagavan, is it so? What should be glorified in a song? Ramananda, Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan. Bhagavan, what is the best thing in the world? Ramananda, the association of saintly devotees. Bhagavan, what should be remembered? Ramananda, Krishna's name, Bhagavan. On what should one meditate? Ramananda, Krishna's feet, Bhagavan. Where should one reside? Ramananda, in Vraja. Bhagavan, what should make the ear happy? Ramananda, only Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan. Bhagavan, who should be worshipped there? Ramananda, Sisi Radha Krishna, the supreme object of worship. Act 7, Chitanya Chandra Nata. Um, the next act is Act 8, Prataparuda Anugra Anugraha, Mercy to King Prataparuda. Yesterday I read extensively of, uh, of, of Act 8, and I introduced all the personalities that entered into Jagannath Puri for the time of, of Ratiyatra. And, uh, and well, all the amazing personalities who really joined Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there. We spoke of Govinda, we spoke of uh, Sarup Damodar, and so on. Um, so I'll quickly go to Act 9, and one quote from Act 9. Act 9 is Mathura Gamanam, Journey to Mathura, 26, man. In the village of Ambugram lives a great devotee and lifelong brahmachari named Nakula. One day, he became like a man, possessed. Tears of joy flowed from his eyes, and the hairs of his body stood erect. When they saw him, all the people became convinced that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had entered his heart. He passed many days and nights in this way. Woman, then, then, men, filling the skies with a golden splendor and so blissful. He was not aware of external events. He was worshipped by countless affectionate people, both young and old. Oh. Everyone was actually worshipping uh, Nakula Brahmachari and his symptoms of love of God were just the same like uh, those of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, so people were just amazed at Nakula Brahmachari. A huge crowd had formed. But at that time, by the arrangement of providence, Shivananda Sain, a personal associate of Lord Chaitanya, came to that place. Hearing about Nakula Brahmachari, Sivananda felt doubt in his, in his heart. He desired to see Nakula Brahmachari with his own eyes. He thought, why should I be eager to see Nakula Brahmachari when I can directly see Lord Chaitanya himself? Will I become like these people overcome with happiness to see Nakula Brahmachari? I think not. Again in his heart he thought, if I stay far from the crowds around him and he personally calls me, 
to him and tells me my worshipable mantra, then one will know that it's true that Lord Chaitanya has personally entered within him. Thinking this, he went there and stayed far away from the crowds. At the very moment, Sivananda arrived at the outskirt of that place. Nakula Brahmachari suddenly became silent. He said, who has come here? At this moment, Sivananda is in the outskirts of this place. He should be called here. On this, on this order, many men went searching for Sivananda and called for him by name. They found him and brought him to Nakula Brahmachari. Nakula then, then said to him, O oh, Sivananda, please listen with all your heart. Your worshipable mantra is the four-syllable Gopal mantra. When Shivananda heard this, he believed that it was true that Lord Chaitanya had entered Nakula Brahmachari's heart. Mm. Yes. Yes, so Chaitanya Charitamrita also takes this up in the uh, Chaitanya Chanadoinata also uh, describes various ways that Lord Chaitanya appears. Either he appears by empowering someone or he just appears in some place, just like he did that at the time uh, in the house of uh, of Raghava Pandit, uh, when whenever Kirtan is going on there, Lord Chaitanya would personally appear, and of course he did so in the in the Panihati pastime. The house of Raghava Raghav Pandit is in Panihati, and in that Panihati pastime. There was the Chirdai Utsav, the festival of the chip rice, which uh, where Raghunath came, and uh, so then Lord Chaitanya, uh, he suddenly manifests. Everyone had two pots of chip rice, and some devotees could see that Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda were both walking through the crowd and taking a little bite from every everyone's pot. Uh, they put their hand into into a pot, put it in the mouth of the other. Lord uh, Chaitanya would would take a chip and put it in Nichananda's mouth, and Nichananda would take and put it in Lord Chaitanya's mouth. And this way, they tasted all the uh, the chip eyes. So Lord Chaitanya can appear in different ways, and uh, we'll not discuss it today because uh, the time is now running out. So finally, from Act 10, um, the final act, the Mahamahotsav, a very great festival, uh, introduction, Act 10. A foreigner enters, foreigner. I've heard every year at the time of the Ratiyatra festival, Advaita Acharya and the devotees in Bengal go to seek Sri Krishna Chaitanya, a close associate of the Lord named Shivananda, who's expert at dealing with the toll collectors, like great thorn bushes growing on the highways, guides and protects the devotees in these travels. I'm very eager to find him. I will search for him. He takes a few steps. And ah, I see an honest-looking man ahead. Let me ask him. Hmm. So here is someone who is eager to join Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Jagannath Puri. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Jagannath Puri is staying in the house of Kasi Misra. Uh, and there is a room known as the Gambira, the residence of the Lord. And that how and Lord Chaitanya is in that room and he's in great ecstasy. And sometimes he is just beyond control and runs around on 
in, 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 in the dunes and taking them for Govardhan Hill. So the devotees are deciding that at night they should lock him in the room and they're locking him in the room. But still, although the room is locked, although the house is locked, although the gate on the wall is locked, still somehow or other, Lord Chaitanya comes outside and he's running around in ecstasy. Kasi Misra. It is a song in Bengali describing the sweetness of Lord Krishna's flute music. His Majesty cannot hear this song. King, oh, it is wonderful. Fair complexion, Lord Chaitanya is now reflected as dark complexioned Lord Krishna in the hearts of the saintly devotees. As he dances in Nila Chala, he manifests the nectar mellows of Vrindavan forest. He is the supreme personality of Godhead eager to taste the transcendental mellows of love. The passionate young gopis feel for Lord Krishna. These pastimes of Lord Krishna are wonderful. Ah, he has spent a long, a very long time singing this one song. Kasi Misra. Once Lord Chaitanya's mind enters a certain pastime, it is very difficult for it to depart. Act 10, Chaitanya Chandra so in this way, we have come to Jagannath Puri and we have now seen the deep, deep absorption of Lord Chaitanya in just remembering Krishna. And everyone can see that he is Krishna. And Lord Chaitanya is just focused on the pastimes of Krishna in Vrindavan. And his absorption is not just ordinary absorption, but mind just stays there. It cannot move on. And Sarup perfectly understanding the mood of, of the Lord, then stops at a particular line in a song and just sings that over and over, just so that Lord Chaitanya's meditation is supported by the, the wonderful singing. And in this way, uh, Sarup Damodar and Ramananda Roy are daily serving Lord Chaitanya, who is now no longer receiving the devotees for Rata Yatra. Now, for six years, Lord Chaitanya has each year performed Rata Yatra with the devotees. But now, for 18 years, Lord Chaitanya remains absorbed, just absorbed, deeply absorbed in overwhelming transcendental tidal waves of, of love of God. Uh, there, on the banks, of the ocean in Jagannath Puri. And so we are ending our meditations on the Chaitanya Chandra Dvainatak, which is a source book for the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And it's just such an amazing, amazing, amazing book. Uh, what can I say? Some people say ecstatic lecture. I say the Chaitanya Chandra Dvainatak ecstatic. I just took a few drops from that ocean of ecstasy to share with you. Uh, but maybe now you will have some eagerness to have a look and read that amazing play of Kavikarnapur. Thank you very much.